Oh yeah, uh, Maxi Loewe. We're having so much fun with it. It's been oh. such a great project. Like we just um, we're wrapping up design and we're just starting on animation. So we're just getting to that point where things are coming together. And you know, seeing the designs have been great, but seeing all the scenes put together and starting to see them move, yeah, we're getting to that that magic point where it's like, yeah, it's so cool. This is happening. This is coming together, and it's got such a great message of just like of of being yourself and finding yourself. Yeah. Uh, I lay on the scale, you gotta glow, you gotta glow, you gotta glow. She had my attention, she gotta know. And I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Gather podcast. I'm Jose, and in this episode, I have Bill and Karen Drexel to speak about Chubby Beagle Productions. If I'm more information about Chubby Beagle Productions, by clicking the link in the description below. I'd like to give a content one and finish out let me choose this episode and hope you guys day and enjoy the show. <laughs> so, welcome to the podcast. Hi! How's it going? Hey. Thank you for joining. Cool, thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, we're happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being interested. So, I'll let you, let you guys introduce yourselves and what you do for work and then we can get straight into the questions. Sure, sure. sounds good. Um, well, I'm Karen and this is Bill and um, we founded Chubby Beagle Productions. It's a little independent uh, animation studio, and we love working on just fun and and cute and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just fun, stupid, cute, <laughs> adorable. Uh, the Chubby Beagle Productions kind of is our brand of content that we like to produce. Um, stuff that's friendly, fun, stupid, hilarious kind of kind of things. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're right now busy working on uh, Maxi Lowell. Uh, drag queen superhero. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, how did this all get started? Um. Well, let's see. It kind of it kind of grew um, on its own. Like it kind of started as when I was working as a freelance artist and animator, and so I was taking on just like little things, um, little bits of animation here and there, and then. Um, when was it about 2018 or 20, so yeah, that we got the USC project? Yeah, um, through a through a friend, we got a project with um, Children's Hospital of um, wait, was it USC? It was USC and yeah. Children's Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so they we, we uh, did a project with them to make uh, little animated vignettes to show for kids that are doing like. Um, oh, she was uh, It was it was it was a program for for you for Children's Hospital where. Um, say like, uh, you have a child getting a treatment for whatever, like say like diabetes treatment or something like that. And they might have a study going on at the hospital. It was a, it was, um, they don't, a lot of times it would be a doctor that would need to come through. And then if, if they want to have your child for whatever study that's going on, a doctor would have to show up and ask you a question, tell, tell you about the study, see if you're interested. Um, and so this program was like, it was like an interactive AI kind of program that you could then put on a tablet and then they could hand it to the, to, to the patient and their parents and they kind of get like an overview of what the study was. And the, the vignettes they wanted us to do were sort of like little short films for like more that. complicated questions or like more complicated cut, cut things. Yeah, that. like kind of like informative, informative cut scenes with like a character that kind of comes in and explains everything and uh, shows up and everyone's happy and stuff. And so we did six of those for them. And this was like, this was the biggest project we'd ever done as like, uh, as like freelancers. Uh -huh. Well, like we started out, we're like, sure, we'd love to do this animation. And then they sent us over the script and we're like, all right, when can we have the finished thing done? And we're like, oh, like <laughs> we're doing everything. Like everything we're handling here. the whole shebang. So we're like, all right, let's do this. We can, we can it was this such out. a cute project and it was such, such a good thing to work on. We're like, we really want to make this work. We, this is a great thing to have. And so um, we just kind of figured it out as we went, you know, we called up friends, you know, places we were working at. We talked to our directors and producers there and we're like learned as we went. And we had such a great time set building a team. We, it was a small team, but we had a team. We did the voiceover artists, the whole, yeah, the whole, the whole shebang. shebang. We, we produced those. Yeah, we produced them all. At the end of it, we like, we just decided that was really fun. <laughs> that was really great. Like, yeah, we we, we really enjoyed this, yeah. it. We had a great time, and it was it was kind of cool because both of us we've worked in animation and games and TV and everything. We've always been like a kind of a cog in the machine, 
playing it. This time we were kind of overseeing the whole thing. Like we were kind of the ones steering the machine and kind of directing other people. And it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we got to, and we had a really good time. And so we started, that's when kind of Chubby Beagle started officially. We, we kind of talked it over and we were like, you know, Hey, I've been doing this freelance stuff, but let's do this. Let's do the big projects. Let's, it was kind of like the mental shift at that point. We were like, all right, this is a thing. We're going to just go for it. And we kind of like figured out like a loose business plan on where we wanted to go. And we kind of, um, our goal is to set up a, a, a production studio that works, you know, with the artists and with storytellers and to tell all different stories and just be, just be like welcoming and friendly, but also keep that fun energy going with all the artists because we, we've learned through all our, through all our past work that, you know, you keep that energy up with the artists and with the team, it shows in the work. Yeah. And like you, you see it in the final project and we just, and we also love that feeling when you're working with a team that's like, that everyone is just excited about what you're working on. Everyone just loves what they're doing and they're just exploring their own strengths. It's like, it really shows up. So we really want to nurture that kind of um, like atmosphere, that kind of team. And um, we're kind of going like in a like, we're building up, like we're starting, we started with small projects and we're kind of like building up as we go so that we're more of a self-sustaining studio rather than all our eggs in one basket sort of thing. Yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of hoping to help each project will help build on to the next project and then um, help grow the studio, grow what we're able to do and then grow what we're able to provide for more clients and bring on and more for, work. And then eventually you start the producing, team, yeah, yeah, then eventually you start producing our own work out there mm -hmm. and get that out. Nice. Nice. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> it's a plan, plan we have. <laughs> so before we continue, so how do you have like the patience to do animation? Mm, it's a, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> it, it does, it, you're, you're right. It takes a lot of patience and it's, uh, you know, we've, we've thought this for a long time, like being in animation and being in the industry in general, it's like, it's a mindset. It's like, it's such a, it's like, it's such an ocean out there when it comes to, it's such a creative medium. You gotta be like, either I'm doing this or not, either you jump in or you don't like, you can't be like, okay, I'm going to give myself six months. And if I'm not a giant success in six months, I'm out. You can't do that. It's more of a long-term sort of burn you have to do. It's a mindset. Yeah. yeah. You, gotta, you gotta really come in because it's, it's like, you gotta be long-term. Um, Especially if, if you're trying to work in, if you're trying to like break into like the industry as a whole, because it's kind of, it's, it's ups and downs, there's mountains and valleys, um, there's, be, there's times where there's lots of jobs available, there's times where there's not a lot of jobs available, um, and it's, it's a lot of based on, there's a lot of luck and a lot of networking and who you know involved in maintaining work and keeping work and work in general you work gotta, in general you yeah. put a lot of work into it you got there's a lot of luck to it there's a lot of stuff out of your control that's why it's a mindset that you kind of got to roll with the punches sometimes like sometimes you have to pivot sometimes you have to go a different direction but if you're just in the mindset of like i want to create then just go for it just like jump in the deep end you know like um i wish i could have told myself that when i was younger <laughs> you know like just jump in all the way and then you'll know faster if it's not working out for you or not, you know, and that, but if you love it, it's going to get rough, but you love it. So it helps keep you going. It's like, mm -hmm. um, it, it, I keep telling, um, students or people who ask me that question of like, Oh, how do you get an animation or what, what's it like in animation? I'm like, it's hard. Like animation is hard. Like it's, it's always going to be hard to do. Like that's why it's, it's a team effort. It's a collaboration. It's hard. It's really hard to do, but it's not impossible. And I think sometimes we can take what's hard and make it impossible in our head. And it's like, no, 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 it's not impossible. It's just hard. It's just really hard. <laughs> and if you, if you can get over the fact that it's always going to be hard, then it's like you free yourself up to be like, okay, this is going to be hard. I'm ready for that. Okay. Now I can go into this with a mindset of like, okay, let's just knuckle down and let's just get over with. It's going to be hard and let's, do the best we can and have fun with it. I gotta say, it really helps to, um, when it comes to like keeping that momentum going, keeping that patience up when it gets really tough, what really helps is talking to other artists. Cause when you start like, like, um, not just the surface stuff, but like really talking to them, you hear about their struggles, you hear about their ups and downs, you hear about what they're going through. Cause it's full of like really interesting people. 
everyone's got such really unique stories and to hear that it's so it's so inspiring because it's like all right and, and you can like relate to each other you can rant to each other you can like complain to each other and but then also share successes together so it's really helpful like even just talking to artists and like artist alleys at like conventions you like get so many stories and you just feel so renewed afterward that it's like yeah when you feel yourself getting into that rut you just you got to get yourself out and talk to other people and it really yeah. helps like bring the light back you know <laughs> Got it. Because for me, I I have the skills to animate, but I don't have the patience to sit there for like all that time to do something. That only takes like that will only be like thirty seconds long. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a it takes. There's a lot of tedious work to it. Too. Yeah. It's not. It's not glamorous. <laughs> it's like it's like, like it's, it's like not, you get it's not fast paced either. Yeah. You get you get because it's 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 not always all that. It's like animation isn't all just the tedious work. Like there's that there is the tedious work that you just got to do. But there's also like um, like on like Maxi right now. We're just right now getting our production schedule getting launched on animation, and we've just been going through storyboarding and design work, and um, that's been that's been rough and hard going through it. We've had an amazing team that we've been working with, but it's been with there's this moment that we're having where we're seeing the files come together. Um, the, 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 the art assets are being put in, the characters are being put in, they're starting to move, they're starting to animate, and it's like, whoa, this is so cool. Like, this is, it's like, it's cool to see the whole thing put together. Oh, yeah. And so you get those awesome moments mixed in with the tedium mm -hmm. that kind of like, you're like, oh, it helps, it rejuvenates you. Like Karen said, with like talking with, like getting motivation from other artists, it's like those moments are like, Oh, this is so cool. Oh my God. There's, there's that magic that, that helps keep you going and like, all right, I gotta go back. I gotta make this handbag. I gotta put together this stupid prop. Let me do that. Okay. But it's like those moments where it comes through kind of help give you that energy to keep going. Yeah. And you gotta lean on the team. Yeah. Like, like you gotta, and it's hard. It's hard as an artist sometimes to really like delegate things out and not take it all on yourself. Like it's like, okay, I'll do it all. I'll do it all myself. And then you just overload yourself and it becomes impossible. And it's like, yeah, we learned that a lot in like storyboarding. It's like, okay, no, we just gotta, you know, hand it to the artists and just let them let them yeah. do their thing. <laughs> it's like we don't have to do it all because it's just way too much for one person. Right. We're we're it's 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 a different it's a change in mindset for the two of us too to be in this position because both of us were so used to yeah being being like I said being that cog and now we're overseeing it and we have to we're learning how to now direct people. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I need, I'm going to hand this to you now and I'm going to commute and working on communicating what I'm looking for or what we're looking for in this project to another artist and let them do it. And then they bring their own energy, their own ideas. And it's like, oh, and some, a lot of times it's cool because then they'll do something I didn't even expect. It's like, oh no, this is genius. I love the way they did this. This is way better than anything I could have thought of. And it's like, that's the kind of that's that's the energy we want to see because that's all that energy that the artists and that fun that we're having putting into the work we're gonna the audience is gonna get that feeling coming off of it it's like you can kind of tell when something was fun you're like oh boy whoever made this they were having a great time because this is so fun or this is so cool or so awesome and that's that's you want that coming out of it oh yeah and it's so great like like you said, the magic when it all starts coming together. Yeah, it's like magic. It comes together and you're just like, your eyes get big. You're like, what? Like, it's actually happening. It's actually coming together. Or when we get like a, like some of the artwork that's coming, that came back during design, like you can tell when some of the artists were like really right in their element. We're like really feeling it. It comes back and you're just like, yes, yes, this is it. <laughs> like, it just, it just feels, it's such a rush, like to get it coming together. So yeah. it's like that. That kind of spurs you on through the little tedious part where you're making just like tiny handbags or itty bitty tweaks to the animatic that you have to re-render again for hours. You know, it's like those. It, it, it carries you through those little bits. Yeah. You know? Got it. Got it. <laughs> and a lot of times people say with artists, like you start making the art, and then once you get bigger and like you start growing, then you become the producer, you become more of the business. You guys mentioned that. So how's that transitioning? like more detail yeah it's definitely a transition yeah because um you know it's it's a completely different mindset to go from like the art side of it to the business side of it it's two completely different yeah. worlds almost you know that kind of have to work together because there's definitely strengths for us knowing how the whole art side works to have that business side because it really helps with like you know making um 
like making budgets, you know, knowing what has to go into it, doing all that. But then, yeah, there's been a lot of like the really specific stuff, like like taxes and contracts and <laughs> all that not fun stuff. You there's know? so much we don't know that we don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it, but it's it's, it's also kind of cool because that's the same way that you have when you're learning whatever art trade or whatever art experience mm -hmm. you're trying to learn. It's the same learning experience. So it's like, yeah, we're that's why, you know, we're growing in everything that we're doing. We're growing as artists, we're growing as animators, we're growing as business owners and um, producers and directors. So we're because because we don't know, but we're just jumping into it. We're like, hey, let's go. Let's try. And we're doing our best not to piss everyone off is <laughs> <laughs> kind of what our motto is. And we're just we're going to grow into it. And we're trying to be I think what's helping is we're trying to keep ourselves honest in that. Um, like, hey, we're we're doing this. This is this is something we're learning at. We're all learning here. We're all growing um, and we're all going to do that together. We're all you know, we're that's something I say to my that we will say to our team a lot. Um, it's like, you know, we're, we're, we just want some animators. There's a certain way we're animating. There's certain things we're looking for and they don't know that yet because they have to learn it and we have to tell it to them. So there's going to be some rough bumps along the way and it's, let's just be honest about it. And that's cool. And that, that'll work out. It cool. works out. And it's, it's having that understanding between the team that's working for you. And then you're trying to help You're we're all trying to make this the yeah. best thing as possible and that's help like that mindset helps a lot with the business end of it too because there's been so much that's like you know we got the big contracts and we're like okay we don't even know how to start to go through this so it's like we gotta admit when we don't know <laughs> you yeah. know like we admit like this is our first time doing contracts I we no need help <laughs> yeah so it's like that's when we reached out yeah to lawyers and stuff and be like let's really let's learn all we can you got to be a good student to learn all the business stuff that's like we didn't know yet you know so it's like um, not be afraid to reach out when we need to. It's like, yeah, we talked with some, you know, business development friends and, you know, you know, talked to as many people as we could, learned as much as we could and, you know, not be afraid to, to say, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Mm -hmm. And why did you choose 2D as like your animation style? Uh, why do we choose 2D, you said? Yeah. Uh, because well, that's that's what we both knew. That's what we knew. Um, that was um, it's, it's kind it's of our, our bread and butter. Right, like um, we both went to school for animation, and we both um, well, it was kind of like we learned all different types of animation. We both kind of you know gravitated. Gra yeah, gravitated more towards two D. Like we were really you know I guess just just enjoying it more, just feeling it more. Like I I did try three D, but it was just not feeling it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like he's he's more the storyboard side he's done storyboards and directing and things like that i'm more the um animation side the 2d animation and that's uh we uh started in games and that was all 2d games like uh, social games and things like that and then just been building from there yeah you know? so it's like that's what we know doing like tv animation and stuff so it's like just build on our strengths what we already know rather than starting from scratch yeah yeah Makes mm -hmm. sense. And so what's like the whole um production? Like what's the production schedule and like working through a whole animation project? Well, it really depends on the project. Depends like, on the project, yeah. Like that's that's as far as like time wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But most of most of it always goes through um you've got your pre production where we kind of pre visualize everything. Um, we'll take a look at the script. We'll kind of um, figure out, like, okay, what kind of shots are we talking about? What, what sort of backgrounds? Are yeah. What are the settings, characters, um, that sort of thing? How um, are we going to tackle this? It's, it's a making a plan. Yeah, yeah. kind of, kind of have like a plan. Um, it's it, it's a plan that grows and morphs as you kind of go along because um, as you go, you, you you can look over a script and have the initial ideas, but then when you go into it for storyboards, that can then change, and that becomes a little more flexible, or not flexible, but it, becomes, <laughs> it gets into a state of flux, because a lot of times you can read the script, but then when you're actually then storyboarding it and visualizing it, things in the script work differently when you're, when you're getting to visual. So some things in the script might read a certain way you might want to change, or there's things that might, oh, let's add to this, or this needs to really work out a little bit more. So it's really like that storyboard for animation production is really like that's where you're building out your blueprints. That's really going to help yeah. it. 
Previs, yeah. yeah, and previs because you want because previs is really helpful to do before for the storyboard artists, um, and that's what we did. That's what we've done for Maxi. We've we we did a lot of uh, previs um, for just to kind of have like here's what this character looks like, here's what this character looks like because we had original designs for all like the main cast, but then there's a ton of secondary characters, a ton of incidental characters that were like, what do these people look like? And we wanted to make sure that when we had the storyboard artists storyboard that 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 was staying consistent so we're like okay here's what we have here's what idea of what this character looks like so when you draw them they're about this tall they're about they look like this so that way when we get once the storyboard is done it all stays consistent because the board is your blueprint for everything right like the 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 previs is like the stepping stone to the storyboards and the storyboard is a stepping stone to the to animation and etc etc yeah and they just keep building on each other and it helps write the write the ship as you're going because without it it's like you don't really have much it's hard to keep writing the ship over and over with the yeah, artists it's, yeah. at, at, at this point it's as, at a certain point it when you get when you get when you get far enough along in storyboards it's really hard to then say oh we have to throw this whole thing out you know like oh this isn't really working in the script anymore like well okay let's okay we're working on boards right now let's change it now but once boards are done and it's like okay, we're done. We're working on animation. It's like oh my gosh, it's if you, you don't, don't want to you don't want to change anything <laughs> at that point because now it's like the machine's going. People are working on this. Designs are being made. Things are being made to that board. It's like you you, you better wanna, you have to be really sure you want to press that button. At you don't want to unravel things once it gets all tied up in animation. Yeah, yeah. and um, like um, you're saying for the schedule for for the production as a whole, like um, what was that thing you talked about? Like you could, we we kind of go off the, the, oh, the yeah. three thing, the three you can you, it, three it, things. It, it can be it can be it's, it's either it's either uh, cheap, good, or fast, or fast, and you can have all three of you them. You can have two. You can have two. So you have to figure <laughs> out like which way which way you want to pull the. And, and it also depends on the budget too. Yeah. Like um, that's the thing with animation. Some people ask, like, "Oh, how much is a minute of an animation?" It's like, well, "What kind of animation are you looking for?" You know, yeah. we could do like a ball that just goes across the screen. That'll take like thirty minutes, or we could do a completely, you know, hundred percent two's animation. Even, yeah, that'll take six months. You could have a scene that's thirty seconds of just a character sitting in front of a camera talking, <laughs> not moving. Hey. I'll get that out in a week. Not a problem. Or, hey, it's 30 seconds and it's a giant crowd of people gathered around a temple where, uh, you know, something amazing happens. Like, okay, that's going to take a little bit more time. Right, Just right. Be, it's, it's, it's all about the scope of the project and what you're looking for. And so each, um, I mean, each shot in this, in this thing that we're making ha- is different because mm-hmm. it's all what's happened. That's why, you, that's why that initial scan of the script and pre-production really helps because you can get an initial idea of what is we're looking for like okay with this location we're going to have this happen this is going to happen you really have to break it all down beforehand to really figure it out yeah and coming to a to a consensus with us and the client with the budget in which we're both happy with it which we both feel good is so important you know because if one side isn't happy with it going through the through the uh through the whole project and production it's so much easier falls apart if one side is like angry about it or thinks it's too much money or thinks it's too fast so it's like that first initial like coming together and figuring things out it's like how can we make us both happy it's yeah. really important yeah which is why it's so hard to be like very standardized with like how much and how because it's like okay do you want this super quick then we got to talk about you know that's going to take a lot of our time or if you're okay making it a lot longer that'll we can adjust the team for that so that'll be you know everything is so so uh, there's a like lot dependent of on that. there's a lot of um, time management mm-hmm. and communication skills and emotional maturity that is needed <laughs> for for producing animation that doesn't usually get talked about. Not a lot of times it's focused on like how am I drawing my shapes or can I get this character right or is my animation fluid? But a lot of times, a lot of good good stuff that a lot of stuff that can make an animation production go wrong is mistakes in bad communication. Um, bad emotional uh, handling, or um, yeah, bad just organization. bad organization. Because mm-hmm. those those are three; those are things that can send, that can drive a team to just want. They can just drive a whole production into the ground. Actually, communication is huge. Yeah, yeah for us, yeah, and, and for Chubby Beagle, communication is such a big thing. Like we 
we tell our whole team, we tell our clients, like, please tell us every feeling you're having, every thought you're having, you know, because it's like, don't, don't hold it in. If you think the schedule isn't working, please tell us, you know, it's like, we're not the last, you know, the last end all be all we want to work together, yeah. you know, we can't do that if we're not communicating with each other, because it can just fall apart so quickly, you know. Definitely. And what is like an animation budget? What kind of encompass that? Uh, well, when we when we set up budgets, yeah, we we start from like again, you know, it all comes to talking with with the client. Yeah. But um, you know, like it's a lot of back and forth. You know, it's like what it depends on where they want it shown. Like, are we talking about a movie that'll be shown in theaters? Are we talking about a movie that's going to be shown on YouTube? Or is it going to be just a private movie that's just for the just for funsies? You know, yeah. like it's it's so huge. So it can be. Like, um, yeah, if a, if a, if a uh, production is just going to be like just an intro for someone's YouTube video, that can be done by just us two. Yeah. You know, so we only... Like, How big of a scope of a, pro a production do we need to, do we need to put together when we, for this project? Yeah, when we first start, like very, very first in the very beginning, we read the project, we take into account like everything, like how many people we're going to need, how long it's going to take. And we think about how many hours, it, you know, in general, like we're not soup like like just a ballpark we're not super like structured to it and we think like okay if what are we comfortable with working on an hourly basis if say that's the hours we work like say if it's an intro to youtube video and we're like okay this is going to take us like two weeks or yeah. something and it's both of us we say okay that's two weeks of 40 hours a week and we just do the math we like unravel the math and it's like okay this feels like you know like a like a you know 40 dollar an hour thing or a 50 dollar an hour thing and then we just it's it's we're, we actually do algebra we actually use it you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're actually using it in our everyday life you yeah know? My, my seventh grade math teacher was right i guess there's, yeah. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of math that you don't think you're gonna use and there you are using it <laughs> right and that, that's kind of like that we we use that as our jumping off point you know like um and we, we start with that and then we talk to the client and if they say like you know that's great or they say like that's that's great, but I want it in half the time. And we're like, okay, then we're going to need double the people. So yeah. there you go. And then we just, it's, yeah, that's that, why, that's where the it's back again, and forth it's, comes it's in. That, it's that cheap, good, you know, quick right. thing. It's, it's again, like if it's, it's trying to match what the client needs. A lot of times, sometimes it's not going to work out. And sometimes um, that happens. Sometimes it yeah. happens and you just have to be okay with saying no. Right. And it's hard. Um, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And it's, it's again, that's one of those things that, that we're learning to, it's one of those things that we didn't at the time we didn't know. And now we know. Um, but it's, it's always a learning process and I think you have to be ready for that. Yes. It's all sounds things, sounds like things that make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From my experience, like working, there's always like, what can, like, it's like a, um, question of what can you do and versus are you able to do it? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, yeah. What are you? comfortable with like you know determining your hourly rate like determining how much time you have during the day like maybe it's not an eight hour day maybe you got four hours a day yeah it's yeah. like what are you comfortable with like and that that's where the emotional maturity comes in you got to fight a lot you of those inner demons a... that are trying to tell you well, like no you got to do it no matter what you can yeah. also get yourself in trouble by getting excited about a project because yeah. a, a project that you know like oh yes this sounds so awesome exciting and then you're like yeah i would i would give a lump of flesh to work on this like <laughs> that 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 you know that excitement feels good and it feels good to be excited about that but then it's it, you got to be careful because that can also then make have be a blind side it can be um it can be a moment that where like oh yes i'm you think you're getting everything you wanted and i get to work on this really cool project i work on this fun thing but then it's not working out and then because you were blinded by what you're seeing and it's it's, it's hard because like that can happen to anybody it can it's it's hard thing it's a hard thing to get through so you have to kind of like you know it's it's not always obvious when it's happening it's not always obvious when it's not happening it's 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 a hard problem to suss out mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's hard to bring yourself to come to terms with this isn't working out for me or right. this isn't an hourly wage i like or this isn't the amount of money i was hoping to make you know it's like it's it's hard especially when you're excited about the project to say like I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't work 12 hours a day. You know, it's like, talk about burnout. You know, it's like, I can't work 24 hours straight sort yeah. of thing. Like it's, it'll just, 
you'll just find yourself a week later just hating the project and that's like we've both been there yeah we it's it's a terrible feeling especially with a project you love and you wake up one morning just like exhausted after your 12 cups of coffee and then you're like i can't do but, this anymore. But, then, but, then, but then again it's 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 it is sometimes it's a good feeling to know when you've 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 left a project that wasn't good for you it's all like like i think that sometimes that doesn't get talked about enough because everyone wants to talk about their awesome cool you know projects they've worked on and how everything's went well and a lot of times it's no and actually no you need um i've 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 been inspired by artists i've seen walk away from projects and it's like at the time i probably didn't understand that but i've been i've been in that situation too where it's like i need to walk away from this project this isn't working out for me and it's like it felt really good. <laughs> it felt it felt right, and then it's like, okay, how can you know? It's like it's it's a good thing to kind of keep in mind. It it helps you, like you don't think about it at the time, but yeah, walking away sometimes frees you up for new the projects you weren't even thinking were coming down the pipeline. You know, that yeah. you weren't even you find the right projects that work better for you and your style and and your rate, and you know, it's like it takes it takes a bit of confidence and it takes a bit, bit of, of courage a bit of courage and a bit of like you got to take the leap yeah you know yeah and that's all and that's all easy that that that's all easy for us to say right now it's so <laughs> hard to do so hard to do like <laughs> it takes practice <laughs> it's a process yeah like i said animation is hard <laughs> <laughs> that's why you gotta love what you do yeah because it's like that's gotta carry you yep. gotta actually you gotta really love this yeah <laughs> So I would say, what kind of, what animation kind of inspired you guys? Oh gosh, so much. Um, well, we're both, we're both, you know, kids of Saturday morning cartoons. I was, I was Nicktoons, you were Disney Channel. I was Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> I was Cartoon Network. Oh, there, oh, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> We've got them all covered now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I started watching like original Nickelodeon yeah we're dating ourselves yeah <laughs> when nickelodeon first started like you can't do that on television that kind of stuff like crazy crazy animation you know like rocco's modern life was one of my favorites still is still is one of my favorites and um gosh there's so many yeah we're just we're just fans of animation in general oh god you know? yeah like a lot of those you know saturday morning cartoons too like the really bad ones like i was a fan of jim and she-ra and <laughs> um, let's see what else. There? Oh, Care Bears and My Little Pony, all that crazy stuff back then. So it's like there was a, there was a lot of even though it was super commercialized, there was a lot of animation. Oh um, yeah, when we were growing up, you know, it was like, everywhere. And the revival of Disney with all those movies. Gosh, who wasn't inspired by those? You know. So um, and then as we got older, it was like other friends were growing out of animation, and I was just watching more of them. You know. It's like, <laughs> You know, more and more great stuff was coming up. Let me see what other stuff was there. Um, oh God! What were you into? Um, God, I was into like yeah, like old Warner Brothers shorts, like oh, yeah. uh, like Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. Those um, are the classics. Yeah. I grew up. Um, I grew up. Yeah, like watching Disney Channel, but I always loved watching uh, like old Donald Duck cartoons or like old Goofy cartoons. Old Goofy cartoons. Are um, the best. They're the best. <laughs> um, just hilarious, fun shorts, and it's it's funny. There, there's even some Goofy shorts where I watch them now as an adult. I'm like that joke went way over my head oh my god <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with goofy's wife and the milkman like, <laughs> <laughs> um but no it's it's uh yeah like it's so funny because um speaking of like like what influences you like i know for myself like like when i was like in my like like younger like young 20s guy i'm really making myself sound old um, like when I was, when I was like, yeah, yeah, I was super inspired by like, yeah, like, like old, really cartoony cartoons, like, um, like your, your Rocco's Modern Life, um, your Ren and Stimpy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. Like, I, I, like, like that was my art identity. And, but actually lately, actually it's been working out really well with my art career. I've been working on more like adult, like primetime shows. Um, and that's kind of been really going more towards my sensibility. And it's been, and I really enjoyed that. And it's um, like, I used to think like, oh, I got, cause I used to draw caricatures and stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be as crude <laughs> and as hilarious. And I'm going to, man, there's this person from me. I'm going to mess them up. And now I'm more like, oh man, I'm going to draw a really nice portrait of this person. Cause they're a nice sweet person. <laughs> and I want to have fun. So it's like, it's like my sensibilities have changed and the things that inspire me have changed. But like, I think it's also like, it, it can 
it can, if you allow yourself to grow that way, it can lead you in different paths and take in places you never thought possible. Like I always thought like, oh, I'm just going to go for Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or something like that. But now it's like, no, I'm working at like Fox as a day job and I'm making a, I'm making a movie that's more family friendly and it's like, I'm loving it. I'm having the best time of my life. And mm -hmm. so sometimes the things that inspire you change. Mm -hmm. Well, you take little bits of it. Yeah, you take little bits of it. You, you stick, it, stick to you on the way. And you roll along. Yeah, I know, like, um, you come more from, like, you were a huge fan of comic books and yeah. stuff before you even got into animation. And then I was more in reading um, the Sunday comics. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're, you're on, like, Peanuts and... and and like oh Sunday yeah all the stuff. all the yeah comic strips yeah i read all those and you were more into like the comic books and stuff and coming together and working together we like shown each other those different things so it's only opened our like inspiration you know like he's got me way into comic books i never thought i'd ever read yeah <laughs> and i've gotten him into comic strips he never thought he'd i never thought yeah i'm like oh man this is great why did i read this <laughs> i thought it was boring <laughs> yeah. and different cartoons and different styles and different everything so we just take little bits of it everywhere we go yeah great so you guys say how you um have a production you make a team so what goes into like finding an artist to be part of the team Oh yeah, that's been that um that's been a great learning experience for us yeah. too. Um it's a lot of yeah, patience. You gotta have a lot of patience. You gotta have a good we we've learned you gotta have a good clear vision of what you're looking for, like what yeah. skill set, like um because there's so many great artists. Like we put out a call that we're looking for animators or artists or designers or what have you, and um you get so many responses back and they're all amazing, but they're all different in their own way. They've all got different styles. They've all got different ways they approach things, you know, and it's like, it's hard not to get excited and be like, I want to hire all of you. Well, let's figure out a way, you know, it's like, oh, that one's cool and that one's cool. But we got, um, we have to like refocus as we're going through and like narrowing down the list on like, it's for this project. We need this look, we you know, this like, look, we need this, we need, we need animated this way. We need this design sensibility. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then you kind of like, and as you work with people, you start to realize, okay, you like you say, you grow along with them. And so you start to realize, okay, this person is better for this part, but not so much this part. So you want to always be trying to play people to their strengths. Mm -hmm. um, Reroute them to different, yeah. like, or what, what assignments you give them. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's start giving them more of this and less of that. And, you know, you keep going through it. But um, it's been eye opening for us being on this side of building the team rather than on the other side that we, we found oh God, out that, such um, an eye -opener. <laughs> such an eye -opener. that when we don't get jobs or we don't get projects, it's not rejection. Yeah. It's not rejection at all. Like us being on this side, it's like the people we don't call back or don't bring on work. We are we are actually keeping their information. Like we always thought like that was just like a BS response to be like, well, hang on. Uh, it's, it's like, it's easy to think that too, because you get upset. You're yeah. like, oh, who are these people? They don't, they don't like me. They're not keeping my information. But it has absolutely nothing to do with like whether or not we think they're a good artist or whether or not we think they're good at what they do or if they should be in this industry or not. Like none of that, because they're all amazing. It's just so hard to keep refocusing and be like, yeah. okay, we're looking for this. All right, we got to like go through this and be like, okay, that one's amazing, but not for this project. And it's so hard, but it's like, it's again, it takes practice. You get better as it, at it as you go along. And um, I remember the, the biggest eye opener for me for that was when we were working on, this was way back on the USC project, our first thing that we did. And we were looking, going through um, audition tapes for, because we were hiring people for voice actors for the roles. And we got so many awesome audition tapes yeah. oh, that came in of great. voice actors. <laughs> and we were just, they were funny and they had some great voices and they just weren't the right ones. Mm -hmm. and, but they were hilarious. I'm like, wow, these people are so talented, but like they're just not what we're looking for. <laughs> it just wasn't the right thing. And it's like, and some, it's, it, that was the biggest eye opener for me because I, I, I remember for the longest time, like I was like, I remember myself trying to apply to studios and sending off you know, portfolios and getting rejection emails or getting rejection letters. And it's just like, and that, that it does wear on you. Um, it is hard to get those. And, but it's like, it's not, it's just, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't that you got rejected. I think that's the wrong word to use then. It's like, you're not, you're not rejected because rejected then sounds like there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. 
it's more like it didn't work out. It's like you audition and it just didn't work out. You know, that's you that's just didn't get on that project. It just didn't get on that project. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's fine. It, it it and actually trying to force yourself to be on a project can actually find yourself in a mm -hmm. worse spot than if you just go with a project that works better for you. Because if you try it's it's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It's like it's not that square peg is not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work, if out. it doesn't work out, you know, it's it's like it's 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 hard, it's painful. So it's like you know, it, it's it's better to find where you're looking for. And under, I think that's where again the, the emotional maturity comes in because you have to look at what am I good at? What am I, you know, where where can I be applying for? Or what do I enjoy? What do I enjoy? I think yeah. that's the best thing. Is like, what do I enjoy working on? And sometimes you don't know until you do work on it right. what to what you would actually enjoy. Um, but it's, it's, again, it's, it's that being honest with yourself, it's, it's letting yourself, um, hear what it is you want to do and then finding it. It's being true to yourself. It's being true to yourself. Yeah. You know? And if anything, yeah, that's what, that's what, um, got us excited about the maxi project because it's like, that's what the entire movie is all about, about being true to yourself, finding your own strengths, you know, unleashing your own strength, yeah. you know, and it's like that, gosh, you got to do that for art. And it's so hard sometimes. Because it's you, really you hard. Wanna, <laughs> it's so easy to get stuck in like, you have to be everything for everyone and you have to make everyone happy. And, you, and it's like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just easy, not it's the easy, way it works. It's easy to get into that people pleasing yeah. mentality because mm -hmm. you, because especially with it's art, because um, I remember getting this a lot uh, when I did caricatures, it's like everyone, your, your literal money your livelihood is dependent on if the person you're showing your art to likes it because mm -hmm. if they don't like it you didn't make any money and so you 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 start to mentally make like well i'll just draw everyone happy looking or i'll draw everyone smiling looking, even that's not what you want to do and it's just about doing what, what you're what's true to yourself mm -hmm. and be what's true for what works for you and you'll probably find more success doing it that way yeah it's about gaining that strength to just like be your own star yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which yeah, it's it's again easier said than done and it's yeah. it's it's a process and you gotta you gotta keep reminding yourself that over and over and over yeah we're, si we're sitting here saying this with smiles on our faces <laughs> and there's been so many tears and so many other like like so much so much pain with actually like learning that lesson that it's like yeah it's it's so much easier said than do. <laughs> and I guess next question would be, how is it like finding a project to work on? Oh gosh, that's a, that's been, again, that's been a process. Like it's been years of networking, of, you know, meeting people, getting ourselves out there. Like it's been a slow build, that's yeah. for sure. Like most of the work we've done has all been through word of mouth um, mm -hmm. that we, it was a friend of a friend or um, someone that knew us through a friend mm -hmm. or heard about us from something. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, and a lot of work that we've done professionally has been through acquaintances, old school friends, um, old co-workers. Sometimes old projects we did years ago will suddenly just email out of the blue and be like, Hey, my company needs this now. Or, yeah. or Hey, are you guys still around? And it's like, Heck yeah, we're still around. Yeah, I think that's why. I think that's why a lot. Of, I think that's why animation. I mean, is full of so many people who are friendly because a lot of times if we know, like, hey, that person might call you up and be like, hey, I'm on this project. We need people. Are you available? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you are, and you're like, yeah, I'm. Let, I, let me do it. Mm -hmm. I'm there, and mm -hmm. that's and that's how that's how again that's where being honest with yourself works for you in your favor because if you're at a place and you're being yourself you're being honest to yourself people are going to see that and people are going to realize that and be like hey i'm sorry i'm on this project right now we really need people that are doing this oh i remember this this person she was great and i remember she was doing really good things this we need her for that let's get her on and mm -hmm. or, we'll, or we'll be at like an art show or a convention or something in artist alley and see like just their signs up of just their artwork and be like that's what we're looking for like there yeah. it is right there and go and get their you know, have a conversation. It's like mini interviews, like right there. It's all one place. Yeah, you know? I know, I know, I know, I know for me, I'm very, I'm, you know, I'm very visual. So a lot of times I'll, I'll think of someone's artwork and then I'll think of who they were. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, oh, who's the person that did that with? That'd be perfect for it. Oh, all right, that's what their name is. And then we call them up. Mm -hmm. But I remember, I remember what their artwork looked like. I remember what their work looked like. And that's, it happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got we got, we got way sidetracked. <laughs> we keep doing that. Yeah. 
I just had an epiphany on my first year of the podcast. I was interviewing some students who was animators, and now I'm speaking to people who's like really into like the um in the field. So I was like making that connection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We love. Um, well, before before the pandemic, before COVID, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this um this lunch down in burbank where it was just a bunch of uh people you know professionals working meeting with students that were about to about to graduate yeah, it was a oh, i can't i'm gonna uh, they're probably gonna find hear this and probably kill me for not remembering what school it was i, 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 I think it was a school of, like wisconsin but it was always so great because they're all the students were so nice and they were so excited and just their like excitement and their energy and every it was like they were like teaching us more than we were teaching them. You oh know? yeah! Like, they were like, "I'm excited to get out there and do this," and I'm like, "Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm like okay, let's do this." Like, that's that that's great. that's one thing that also I don't I don't think it's talked about enough too is that when you get to a position in like a studio or you get to a certain place in your career and you have the ability to go and inspire someone, take it because. Yeah. Because you can you can get to a point because all animation working on it working animation even if it's on something that's like your own personal project eventually it just becomes work because mm-hmm. it is tedious it is a lot of work it is a lot of effort it's like going back to your patience question it it takes a lot out of you and you can get to a point where it's like oh god why am I doing this you know why am, it's easy to get jaded it's easy to get jaded it's easy to get bitter, down it's easy yeah. to get bitter but when it's like when you're in a group of people, it's it's also it's it's also very easy to get down on yourself and feel like where am I? I'm I'm how many years old and I'm doing this? Oh God! But then when you're when you're back in that situation and it's a bunch of people who are passionate as you were how many years ago, and then they they've got that passion again and they're looking at you with you know those big starry eyes and they're like no <laughs> no 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 I wish I had what you had. It's like it's 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 great. And then too, it's like. You remember all those times where someone gave you that inspirational tone or you they told you what you needed to hear in that moment and it's like that's the best gift that you can then give forward and so it's like i i totally recommend it for anyone that can find like a situation like that if you can reach out and just i i know for me i had a moment it was like yeah like i was trying to get into animation and i went to a portfolio review and I was showing my portfolios and I was like, I just got laid off. I have a family. Is this even worth for me continuing to go? I keep getting rejections. I keep getting turned away. And the, and, and the person looked at my, at my storyboards and was like, yeah, keep going. Your stuff is good. You'll, you'll get it. Just keep going. And I was like, that was like exactly what I needed to hear. Like, like it was no skin off his neck, but it was exactly what I needed to hear. And it was like, it kept me going. And it was like, that's that was the best and so now it's like yeah it's like i i I love being able to like give give someone that inspiration going forward because it feels it was like i needed to hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah the industry is small yeah so it's it's very small helping each other out and working together and yeah it's it's it you said said it right it's so easy to get bitter and jaded and but like working together it keeps every we it it helps everyone to lift everyone also Yeah. Nice. So I guess we go into how's your current, what is actually about your current project? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, Maxi Lowell. We're having so much fun with it. It's been oh. such a great project. Like we just, um, we're wrapping up design and we're just starting on animation. So we're just getting to that point where things are coming together and, you know, seeing the designs have been great, but seeing all the scenes put together and starting to see them move. Yeah, we're getting to that that magic point where it's like, yeah, it's so cool. This is happening. This is coming together. And it's got such a great message of just like of, of being yourself and finding yourself and being confident in yourself. That's just like it just it it came to us right at the perfect time. And we're excited to turn it around and get it out into the world to like hopefully inspire others. You know? Yeah, and it's it's fun. You know, it's drag, so it's camp. And God, we love camp and puns and all that. You know, it like fi- it fits like, within our Star Studios brand like perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> like fun humor, but like stupid fun. You know, like it just makes you laugh. It's just lighthearted, and yep. it's just it's, it's just there to have a good time and just inspire. And so it's been it's been so much fun to keep that within like every bit of this. Like we try to infuse that into you know the um, the little side jokes and the in the storyboards and then in the designs too trying to infuse that as well just like fun stupid 
jokes and yep. silliness, but also keeping it just fun and approachable for everybody. Yeah, it's it's been like this is this is the biggest project that we've ever tackled. Mm -hmm. And when we first started this project, there was definitely I know for me there was a moment of like panic and freak out and kind of like <laughs> what. <laughs> we're doing what? Like it was, it was excitement mixed with terror, and so I don't know what my face was when I when 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 it happened. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't gorgeous, um, but no, it's been it's been so much fun, and there's been it's been it's been such a wonderful adventure, and I feel like that's what you gotta look at things like this as. It's it's it, there's gonna be because there's gonna be moments where it sucks. It's gonna be moments where. Um, you're pulling your hair out. There's going to be moments where you're just feeling like you doubt yourself. You doubt yourself, yeah. and but it's it's as long as as long as scenes keep pushing forward. And that's kind of that's kind of what I I know I keep telling myself and we keep telling each other. It's kind of like as long as you know there's going to be days there's going to be there's going to be a stretch of the time where it just feels like nothing's getting done or nothing's happening. But it's like as long as something is still happening, as long as something's still going, everything is fine. Mm -hmm. We just will keep, keep working forward. through and forward. We will keep pushing forward, and this will get done. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's it's uh it's like you know it's like how you eat an elephant, you eat it one bite at a time. Right. <laughs> and some bites are going to be great, some bites are going to suck, and but it's it's just one bite at a time, and you're going to get 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 it through, and you're going to get it done. And um. Yeah, that's kind of just like been the the mantra, just kind of going forward on this project because it's it's amazing and terrifying and um, just fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, just like I, it's I'm still like I wake up sometimes like that's right. We're work we're working on a movie. What the hell? Oh my god, that's kind of cool. <laughs> well, yeah, and also to just start animation, it's like yeah, it's it's great. Whenever we start a new part of the process i guess another bite of the elephant you know yeah. we're just keep going one thing on top of another and it's just such a great progress and it's like kind of unreal like we're doing this it's rolling the car is rolling down the yeah. hill we're doing it you know and it's and that's that's also great inspiration to be yeah. like hey we think we're not doing it but look back at everything we've done we're like no we're doing this this thing is getting built you know well and what, what also has been helping has been just like we have an we have an awesome team that we put mm -hmm. together helping us out with this. Um, our client that we're that we're oh, making this for, he's been amazing, yeah. um, and it's been yeah, it's it's that's really been helping this thing keep going um, because um, when you have a good team on board, there's a port part where you can kind of like, hey, um, I know we're busy or we've got a lot of stuff going on, but I know so and so is good. I know they're good. I trust all my team. Hey, that means I can focus on whatever this thing fire I need to put out or whatever pro problem we need to solve. I know that they're still doing good, that they're still working on this and they're trustworthy and they can handle it. And that's mm -hmm. been just the best thing ever. I think right. having a good team and working with the creator. Yeah. Anthony hand has just been so amazing. Like he's so excited and he's, and he's, um, so great he's been working like i feel like we're we're a team yeah we're definitely we collaborate together we're working together you know talk about great communication it's just been it's just really been a dream and then yeah to like he's a great pillar of, of the community of the lgbtq community up in up in silicon valley and it's just like seeing everything he's doing it's just like yes this is an amazing project that we are just so excited to get out there yeah. we're so we just feel like really lucky to be part of it and to be you know bringing it to life you know it's like it's definitely everything we've always we wanted to do yeah you know? it's 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 like i said it's it's a wonderful amazing exciting adventure mm -hmm. and i i i can't wait i can't I, it keeps going <laughs> 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 on that happy note then we can start writing this down so we'll get a space you guys have, do you guys have any questions you want to ask before we end um not off hand. What what like what what made you start your own podcast? Like what's uh what's 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 been your journey? Because I love <laughs> I love hearing other people's journeys. I love hearing where people got. It's like, um yeah. What's what's your story? Uh, so in twenty nineteen, I graduated with a marketing degree, and then I was still looking for work. And then one day, I came home at the interview. And I was like, I need to do something with my life. So then I was like, let me start a podcast, and then have like animations with the podcast. And I was like. I really don't like animating, so I dropped that part, but I kept the podcast part. <laughs> yeah. And then it's been um, my journey since, and it helped me get my current job. Oh, Dude, awesome. that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah, we, he kind of did the same thing. He was live streaming, like, art and drawing and stuff 
when he was, you know, unemployed for a bit. Yeah, I was, I was really, I was really depressed, and so doing, <laughs> uh, doing Twitch streaming was kind of. Uh, I was doing like, I was working on like personal projects, Twitch streaming, and it led to it. Like, I met an awesome director on Twitch, on Twitch, and that that led to my first job at Warner Brothers. It's like, you know, so yeah, again, again, that's that's really cool. I'm so glad to hear that. That's what's going on with you, man. How fun! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And so the last questions I have are, what would your origin story be? If it could be together or separate, how would you like to represent it? So like what medium would you choose? And then what would you name it? Like what, 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 what superhero would you choose? What would your, what would your origin, origin story be? Oh. And then what kind of, how would you like represent it? Would you make a book, an animation, TV show? Oh. Oh, wow. Uh, I never really thought of that before. <laughs> God, I always, I always ask these like, like sometimes when I'm in the car with my kids, I'm always asking like, so if you had a superhero, what power, what would it be, or something like that. But like, I never answer the question because I never have an answer myself. <laughs> you always change your mind with everything. I always change my mind with everything. Yeah, like, like oh, today I feel like my origin story would be bitten by something, and then <laughs> I don't know. Per- personally, I'd be all about like a. Like if I were a character and and have an origin story and all that, <laughs> this is gonna seem corny, but um, our kids when we were little watched um, watched Word Girl a lot, <laughs> and I thought she was great. I thought she was so fun, oh, I especially love that show. like yeah, she was a fun character and like you know um, stuff like that, <laughs> like in Backyardigans and stuff. Man, those were fun. Just like fun, silly, like just a good time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. So I'd definitely be about it. A, a TV show sort of thing, and maybe like a like a superhero, but like in a, I've always loved the superheroes that seem very relatable. You know, like superheroes that are very like human. I guess you yeah. could say. Like I know one of my favorite comics is the Hellboy comics because even though, even though he's like a horrible demon, he's very relatable. <laughs> like he's very like the humor and the comedy and all that is like very very like like you can really relate to it yeah so be a very like relatable superhero not not super like godlike like just very down to earth down to earth that'd be a good way to describe it yeah like i always felt like if i had an origin story i'd be like the background character (laughs) in a movie um which is which is hilarious because i'm 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 super tall like i'm I'm like you can't tell talk to me on zoom but i'm like i'm six foot six i'm like over 300 pounds like i'm a big guy (laughs) And like, I, I always feel like if I was gonna be like in the background, they'd just be like my head cut off, and like, oh, there's there's my chest, like <laughs> there the, I am. <laughs> it's the free pizza guy, and I'm the free Falls. pizza guy. Gravity Falls. That's 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 that's, that's, that's yeah. who I am. Yeah, like um, I'm there delivering pizza, and that's who I am. So it's, no, you it, were there to show up for the free pizza. Yeah, I was I was there for the free pizza. Yeah. I had the shirt made and everything. Right, right. I didn't get it, so I was always upset about uh, not getting my free pizza. <laughs> um, but that I don't like like that was me growing up because I always saw like. Um, I always saw like the characters who were like the heroic like heroes like always like being in something super dangerous like um uh rescuers down under the kid like falls from like 30 cliffs like <laughs> who wants to go through that like i'll be i'll be the uh i'll be the mouse that like is one of the nurses that like shoots uh what's his face oh, the, with a needle with yeah what like john candy's character with a needle or something like that. i'll be that character that's that's who i am i'm on the side but that. <laughs> Um, but no, it's like, but now it's like, I feel like with, with, with where we're going with this movie, I feel like now it's like, okay, I'm no longer the background character. I'm not actually being a character in the movie. Would you be the tick? I would definitely be the tick. Yeah. <laughs> I would fit, I would, I would, I would just pour into that costume. Like, <laughs> I'd have the size right and everything. I could say something stupid off the top of my head and, and I'd be great for it. And save the world. Exactly. No, I would definitely be the tick. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys both for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, this has been awesome, man. Thank you for having us. <laughs> thank you. Welcome anytime. And where can everybody find you? Oh, uh, probably our website, chevybeagle.com. Chevybeagle.com. Um, you can also check out the movie website. That's maxi.com, M-A-X-X-I-E.com. Or just look up Maxi Luau um, on, you know, all the social medias, you know, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, all that. Um, which we'll have links to on our website. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently, uh, I work, uh, we just got done wrapping up uh, season three of The Great North, which is I'm a storyboard artist on. So that's going to be premiering soon on Fox. If you want to check out my, my, some of my work. 
And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's where you'll find us. <laughs> and <laughs> you'll, you'll find, you'll find, you'll find us here, uh, dying in the heat in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> that brings another episode of the Last Guy Podcast to a close. Again, you can find more information about Chubby Beagle Productions by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have Chancellor Jackson speak about his book, 14 Days in Beijing. Hope you're doing and I hope to see you there.